Welcome back to another episode of Ranked. We're here to try a new format. We'll make this more of a regular with a set crew. Normally I rank with special guests, someone new to the podcast every single month. But we gotta stick with the OG crew. We have, of course, the king of ranking himself, our Pop Topic co-host, Tristan. How are you doing? Doing great, doing great. I don't know if I'm quite qualified to be the king of ranking, but, uh, you know, I'm okay at best, you know? I'm all right. Yeah, uh, mostly because me and Tristan have the famously very similar tastes as of the last uh, six months, it seems like. We always have the same list every single time. So now, with drafting, uh, now it becomes more fun because we'll be stealing each other's picks instead of agreeing. Exactly. Now we're going to be fighting for sure. Yeah. You know, instead of us putting the, the same movie in number one, like Spider-Verse, during the animation ranking and just going, eh, well, you know, we just agree all the time. What can you say? Now we're going to be fighting for Spider-Verse. It is the best one, though. Yeah, that's true. That I was not going to put it there. Yeah, you know, wasn't going to lie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, of course, joining us is someone with a little bit of a different taste, but it does not mean her taste is wrong, and that is the fantastic Andrea. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I was about to ask, what does that even mean? <laughs> My taste is just as good. Uh. Well, yeah, I know, right? That's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah. Putting some shade there. Yeah, I'm doing well. It's been a pretty easy day today. Yeah, just talked with the person that is uh, doing our wedding. Um, Just going through everything with her, which was awesome because I got to meet her for the first time on webcam. Pretty cool. We also got to go to Costco's, get hot dogs, which love Costco hot dogs. Yeah, and I read almost half of a book today, which is always a big plus. So, yeah, that's kind of the rundown of my day. Did you read half a book today, Quentin? I've read half a book, I think, in the last decade. So, you know. Yeah. You didn't even read half a page today, did you? <laughs> I did not. No. I did not. Um, but, you know, Andrea did enough reading for both of us. She read on my behalf. That's fair. I respect that. You share the workload in this really. Yeah, I was uh, too busy doing meal prepping. That's what I was doing for most of the day. Mm-hmm. And I ate the hot dog. Don't worry. I had one of those, too. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, that'll take so part. Good. You could have Costco and not grab a hot dog. That's right. Yeah, I don't need Andrew to do that part for me. I'm a big boy. But, uh, you know, I would say I had a pretty eventful week as well. I uh, tried to do my own haircut. I don't know if you heard about this, Trist. Oh, I read all about this. Yeah, cut that bad boy myself. Won't be doing that again. I don't know why you thought you could have done it in the first place. I've never in my life thought, you know what? I could cut my own hair. I've never had that thought. And I have those kind of thoughts a lot. I always think I can wrap that I can't, right? Yeah. But cutting my own hair was never one that crossed my mind. And I'm surprised it crossed yours. Yeah. That's it, what I said, I, too. I like, I hate haircuts. You know, I hate, like, I need a haircut for sure right now. I, I just hate going. I don't know. I don't like the whole... Someone cutting your hair. I don't know. It's weird. But I've never thought I could do it myself. And I respect your effort. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. Going to, to get your hair cut, really, especially with like everything coming to you in 2022, right? Like, you know, if you want to get groceries, you could just order groceries. If you want to buy a movie, you could just order the movie. You, you never have to leave your house in 2022 yeah. except to get your hair cut. You got to do that. I mean, and, you could yeah. get, like, if you're real rich, hire someone to come to your house and cut your hair. Yeah. Like, that's basically still the same thing, you know what I mean? I'm not so much getting up and going is my issue. It's the whole hairdresser, you know, getting your hair cut, rela- you know, that, that aspect is a part I, I, I always find weird. Not that I've ever had a bad hairdresser, like a mean hairdresser. No. That's a bad haircut. So it's a social mean. interaction. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't talk to people when I'm getting groceries. I don't like to talk to people when they're getting my hair cut. I don't know why I thought I could do it. Uh, well, dog, one of the old, the old pop topic co-host, he cuts his hair. And I don't know. Yeah, my, but he buzzes his hair. He buzzes his hair. I know, different. but my logic is, if he could cut his hair, I could cut my hair, right? Uh, I could do Willing it. Willing is a man of many skills. All right, he can do a lot of things. Yeah. That, that I would never even attempt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Honestly, that's on me for putting myself on the same list as Well, dog. 
back. But I thought I could. Yeah, I thought maybe I could do it, and I could not. I definitely no, could not. You could not. It was definitely really bad, <laughs> like very bad. Yeah, Andrea. Andrea. It was a tough Friday night for her. I'll tell you that. I was. It would have been way worse if you decided to do this like closer to your wedding. <laughs> Just put your hair like. Still, I was like, were you not thinking about the wedding? What you're gonna look like? <laughs> like we're still so far out. His hair will grow. I hope so. Sure. I hope it gets oh, fixed. Absolutely. If his hair grows like mine does, it'll grow. Enough, <laughs> well, because he he wouldn't even let her buzz it. I thought they were gonna have to buzz it, and he didn't even get it completely buzzed. So yeah. Is it good do. now, or is it still not very? It's still pretty questionable. You know, you can still see it's the part a, where uh, I try to cut my own hair. It's a little. Did you off. only use scissors, or did you also have a razor? I had a. Yeah, I, had a, yeah. I used my beard trimmer. That's what I was using. You use a beard, oh man. I don't know, think my beard trimmer will get through my hair. Well, it's pretty good beard trimmer. Not gonna lie. I, yeah, it must. Jeez, yeah. Also, a second completely unrelated story. We haven't even talked about the topic of this podcast yet, but I got a random text. Okay. I just got this text, right? So this is an updated story. Uh, let me take you on this journey, Andrew. Uh, so I, mean, I got I a text. So sure already is so many scam texts. Uh, no, no. I, so I got a text from someone that said, I just arrived in Toronto. Are you coming to see me? The last coffee shop adventure was really great. And I just went, who is this? And they went, this is Linda. Are you not Dylan? I don't know how to break it to her, but Dylan out there gave her a fake number. Or, or... It's the scam. It's the scam. I got I that text too. I know right now the whole mixed number scam's huge. Right yeah, now. it's huge. I got one. Where too. people act like they sent you the wrong number or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they end up getting any value from you unless you send someone who texted the wrong number money. But a uh, yeah, I know there's a big mix missed number scam. Okay, well I'm not giving Linda any money, so you ain't got to worry about that. I think they mostly pry for information, um, and then try to use the information mm-hmm. to harass you in some way or another until you give the money, but. I can't really see it working out too often, but I've heard online it's going around. Okay, well, uh, Linda, if you're listening, I will not be falling for your plans. You can, you can cyber bully me all you want. Yeah. And you know what? Dylan deserved better. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame Dylan for standing her up. She deserved it. Yeah. All right, so anyways, uh, Linda and haircuts aside... We can dive into the first of many drafts. This might be a little experimental phase for us where we kind of get our footing for this. But we are going to yeah. be going into the world of Harry Potter. The wizarding world, I guess, would be a broader term. If you want to do Fantastic Beast characters, you can. I probably will not. We will not. shame you for it, though. Will, <laughs> yeah. I, I will, at least I will. I will shame you for it. Yeah, I, I would assume your list is just not good if you have to result to Fantastic Beast characters. Yeah. Or your Harry Potter knowledge is way better than mine is. Yeah, you yeah. You can argue either way, but I argue you're a loser for watching this. Yeah, but, you know, I guess if we end up doing the Olympic theme, uh, th- there are a lot younger, fit people in the Fantastic Beast world, so maybe it's not a bad call for some. Doesn't matter. I refuse. <laughs> but for those of you that... Uh, aren't aware of how the draft works. Um, we, the three of us will be taking turns one at a time, drawing for different characters in the Wizarding World to fit a certain category. What category is it? We don't even know yet. We have chosen seven different topics to draft characters for, uh, in different ranges from either sports to trivia. And then at the end, we will try and get our own group, argue it out, and it's mostly just for fun, you know, less, uh, you know, a less formulaic format of a ranked list like what we normally do. Tristan, I know you're familiar with the Harry Potter films. What are your thoughts on this group of characters for Harry Potter? I mean, Harry Potter is one of those franchises that does have a great rogues gallery of characters, lots and lots of characters. Um, some that you only really hear in passing or see in passing in the movies. I've never read the books, by the way, so I'm going off just movie knowledge. And I've only seen the first Fantastic Beasts movie, so that's as far as my knowledge goes. But I've grown up with all the Harry Potter movies. I've seen the original Harry Potter franchise dozens of times. I can't even count how many times you know I've watched all those movies. So uh, I have a pretty good knowledge of the movies and the characters. Then I love the characters. They're very, pretty interesting group, pretty diverse group. I will say they, they probably, as Quinn already mentioned, physically probably not the strongest group, but uh, yeah, they, a lot of smart characters, a lot of interesting characters. Yeah, uh, should be should be fun depending on the category. Again, I think it'll be. Different ways to go, depending on what category we end up getting. There's a few characters I really hope I get a pick, though, because I love 
me and Tristan really grown up with this. I feel like this is like our MCU in a way. Like our brother. Yeah, yeah our brother. It was kind of like the big franchise of our childhood. Yeah. This and like the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I think any 90 baby that obviously would have been in their teens during the 2000s or, you know, roughly that age where you go to the big blockbusters and you follow this franchise and you grow up with the characters. Uh, which I guess people like our brother and more so the teenagers now are growing up with the MCU. Like, like this was kind of our blockbuster franchise. This was really the franchise I followed. I read the books years ago, so I'm, I'm mostly going off the movie characters as well. I don't remember too many of the book characters. But Andrea, uh, you haven't grown up with this at all. Uh, Andrea's seen a few of these. Yeah, Andrea saw a few of these, but she watched the entire franchise for the first time just two weeks ago. So you're yeah. kind of wide-eyed, ready to go. What do you think of this group of characters? I know you really love them as well. Yeah, I just want to say I did watch them growing up too. Just not, I only like went to like like the third one and then I just kind of stopped. But, like, my entire family, like, loves Harry Potter. Like, they tried to get me into it. I just wasn't super into it at the time. Uh, but, yeah, now that I've rewatched all of them, um, I really like them. It's really good. Um, I think there's, like, two or three of them that made me cry. Um, and I'm super attached to some of the characters. So, hopefully, some of my favorites fit whatever category we get for this. Yeah. Yeah, like how Andrew was like... I grew up watching them. I've seen the third one. I've seen one, two, and three. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I, no, I just said that. We stopped right before the best one. Oh, I just right wasn't before. into them. The gob- Tristan's only picking characters from the Goblet of Fire. Absolutely. Yeah, the Hurricane Horntail. That degree is mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hurricane Horntail. That is first pick for Tristan. Absolutely. Here we are with, I guess we can list off all seven of the topics here. So we have picked seven topics that have like a bunch of subgenres that are relatively different enough. So whichever one we pick, uh, we should have a completely different type of podcast every time. So we have for the topics, Olympic sports, trivial pursuit, superpowers, streaming service, the seven dwarves, movie genres, and board games. Absolutely. Yeah. And once we go through enough categories, we'll probably even read you, you ones about different, they, uh, mm-hmm. you know, subcategories beneath them, you know, different movie genres, different superpowers, that kind of stuff, different Olympic sports. There's so many, right? We only picked, I think, between six or eight for each category. So, yeah, yeah, we could definitely just keep it, keep it fresh, you know, except for maybe so Tristan, looking at these seven categories, is there one specifically that you think you have a good you have a good feeling on who you would want to pick for the Harry Potter characters? Honestly, I haven't really thought about too much about that. I'm thinking trivia pursuit. I feel like I could probably string together a good group here. I'm hoping we don't get superpowers. So I feel it's a little too similar to magic, anyways. So I'm hoping we get like a a, a kind of wacky one: trivia pursuit, Olympic sports, seven dwarfs. Even I think could be pretty fun with this cast. If I was to pick right now, the one that I want, I would say movie genre. I just think that one seems really fun. Movie genre? Yeah, and I think movie that could... Movie genre no matter what group of cast we have. Already, that's true, so. that's true. It's always going to be a good one. Yeah, that'll be a staple no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, I can see a Seven Dwarves working really well. Dobie has to be dopey, right? Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't want to give me your secrets before, before <laughs> we even start getting away. <laughs> Rookie mistake there. <laughs> yeah. Trist is like, all right, if I get a pick first, I'm taking Dobby. But I guess since you aren't going to be doing the Harry Potter ranking next week when I do that with a few other people. Oh, uh, well, what's your favorite Harry Potter movie, Trist? Yeah, as I mentioned, growing up, I always like the second and the fourth ones the best. I think mostly that's just like the big snake and, and the dragon in them. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being completely real. But uh, yeah, I did go, I think last time I did a full rewatch of the Harry Potter franchise was my second year university. I did it over reading week. Uh, me and a group of friends, well, me and the resident house that we live in would all go down. Everyone who didn't go home for reading week, you know, the rest of us plebs who stayed on, on the island, we went down and watched a, uh, a Harry Potter movie every night. And uh, I think from my memory, my favorite one is probably 
Why still be number four? I really like number. I know number three is supposed to be like one of the fan favorite ones. I, that's honestly always been my least favorite, or not my least favorite, but one I don't care for as. Or number five is my least favorite. Yeah, yeah, I would the, say well, number five has parts I really like and parts um I just felt it was pretty rushed. It felt it felt. I don't know. I I just I really like Dolores Umbridge though. Yeah, she's the freaking star of that movie. But kind of the stuffs in between that uh, didn't really do it for me. Yeah. I really feel like nothing happens really too much in number five. I feel like it starts and ends in relatively the same spot, don't it? A huh. not popular statement to make. I feel like if you look at it, a good amount of stuff happens. But it kind of feels like if you watch the fourth and go right into the sixth, you're not going to really miss it. That's fair. That's fair. I like the fifth one, though. Uh, to be fair, I like almost all of them, though. I, I I don't, think, yeah, that's the thing. I think it's a very consistent yeah. franchise. I think all of them are pretty damn good. Number seven is probably the weirdest one to me, just because it's done twice in Hogwarts. It's much slower pace. If, you know, even the aesthetic feels very different from the rest of them to me. That could be largely due to the fact that they're not in Hogwarts, and they're not the worst most of the time. Um, so that one... And that one doesn't really have as many of the rogues gather characters, but it largely focuses on Harry. Ron and Hermione for most of it, and so when they're venture to find, you know, Carboroxes and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a hot take, but I think number seven is basically the Fantastic Beast movie, but with characters yeah. we know. It kind of is. And I think that's because although the characters in Harry Potter are super, super important, and they are, uh, I think the setting of Harry Potter is even more important. Hogwarts itself and the Wizard of World that built and Diagon Alley and all that kind of stuff. And when you when you take the characters or, or even you know the the plot I guess away from that central location, it really changes the entire atmosphere of the movies. And I think with the whole Fantastic Beast movie, one of my largest critiques is, um, and I know it's like a magical world or whatever, but it's no longer like this huge wizarding world, you know, of all these crazy animals and creatures and weird buildings and and wizards and everything. Now it's just like New York or London. Right or, or like Paris, but with people with wands. Right, it's just like like 1950s New York with guys with wands in their hands, and that's really it. Um, which which isn't the same as this, this great grandiose wizarding world full of wizards and witches, goblins, all these crazy monsters, a massive forest full of all these creatures and animals. Instead, it's just 1950s New York and guys with sticks in their hands, and don't really care for it. Andrew thought this was going to be the longest podcast ever. Tristan, she thought we were going to do all seven of these categories. Oh, wow. Yeah. She must have been hunkering down for a long podcast. Yeah, Andrew was like, I yeah, was wondering what... this would be pretty short. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. 45 minutes, honestly. Okay. I think when we start, it'll be 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah it's going to be pretty quick. What happens to my thing? I, I, yeah. I think it's a good thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you have all the longer, the ranked ones are typically long. And my ranked ones, yeah, are really long. So, like, that's why I'm down to do yeah. this every month, because it's, like, nice and quick. The editing's going to be super yeah. easy for me. We all just pick six characters, say a super short reason why we're picking them, because I feel like for most of them, we're kind of just picking them off that feeling. Not like we have a yeah. real justification. Right, I don't think Ron Weasley's ever actually done javelin toss in his life. <laughs> um, I'm picking him for for a random reason, right? So, yeah. I think uh, then, pretty quick then we all discuss the, the pick, but yeah, for the most yeah. part, yeah. I, I wasn't planning on picking Ron Weasley for javelin. That was just an example. Okay, all right, he's trying to throw us off the scent. Yeah, right? But yeah. javelin throw is one of the Olympic sports, but of course you knew that it had to be there. Yeah. All right, so here we are with all seven of the categories. And I'll randomize it right now. We are going to be ranking the Harry Potter characters based off of the seven dwarfs. Ooh. Very good. Very good. (laughs) Tristan's like... I love this one. Tristan, I guess, as the dwarf you would call, is very happy. I am very happy indeed. I think that's the seven, right? Just happy, sleepy, duck, dopey, sneezy, bashful, and grumpy. Yeah. So I'm going to randomize the order that we're going to be doing this. Uh, Just to clarify, it is going to be a snake order draft. So whoever will go first will pick the first one, second will pick the second, then the third person will pick the third and fourth one, and it'll kind of snake its way back. So those of you who aren't familiar with the format, you'll kind of get used to the way it's going by like the first couple of rounds i'm sure you can catch on but the order of the drafting is going to be 
Tristan first. I am second, and Andrea is going to round out in third. Boo. Now you guys are really in trouble. I yeah. go first. I got to take my first pick. Woohoo. <laughs> Tristan gets the. So hype. I would be yeah. so excited if yeah. I was one. Yeah. yeah. Too easy. I know exactly who I'm taking and for what. All right. Who are you picking first, Trist? I'm taking my boy. Albus Dumbledore as Doc. You see, Doc tends to be the leader of the dwarves. He's deemed the smartest and the most intelligent. Albus Dumbledore is a leader of Hogwarts. He has been deemed the smartest and most intelligent. That's why I'm going with my boy, Albus Dumbledore. Honestly, the second I saw this category, I was thinking, I hope Tristan doesn't take Dumbledore at first, because that's probably the golden pick there. Yeah, Dog for Dumbledore is just the most obvious. Also, yeah, the fact that he walks around with glasses and a big white beard. He literally just walks around looking like Albus Dumbledore. Exactly. Doc looks like a guy that has a real Dumbledore stand when he's watching the movies. He probably goes to the Wizarding World in Warner Brothers Studio dressed up as Dumbledore every summer. Yeah, he walks across the aisle from from a uh, Disneyland, Disney World, right into Universal Studios, which is a... uh, a dangerous maneuver for a Disney character, but he does it because he loves Albus Dumbledore that much. Man, <laughs> such a good pick. Jeez. All right, so I think, was it Andrew next? Uh, so, so I'm no, next. He is. Oh, uh, I'll probably, you know, vent for a bit just to kind of, while I try and think of what I want to choose, because Dumbledore was my instinctively the first thing I was thinking of here. Um, I'm trying to think maybe. This shouldn't be a first round pick, mm. but I guess I'm going to choose fifth as well. After Andrew picks two, I'll pick another one. So I guess I have time to think of another one afterwards. This might be kind of a weak pick. I don't know if anyone's thinking of this person, but when I think of the word bashful, I don't know about you guys, but there's one character in the franchise that is literally the walking epitome of bashful, who is a relatively major character, and that's going to be Ginny. So I'll pick Ginny for Bashful. Because, that's, a, that's a good yes. pick. Yeah, because every time you see her with Harry in the movies, in the book, she's more of a developed character. But in the movies, she's literally just Bashful. She gets red-cheeked. She's the, the, the one Weasley that always gets quiet and scared to be near Harry because she's always you know got her little crush going. So she's kind of the epitome of bashful. I'm just looking at the dwarves. That seems like the hardest one to really go for. Uh, so I'll, I'll go with Ginny here. Ginny, Ginny was a good pick. Oh, it was a good pick. I don't even know who I'm going to do for bashful yet. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I was going off. I was going, which of these seven is going to be tough to go for? I thought sneezy and bashful, and I got nothing for fucking sneezy. So I thought, all right, I'll, I'll do bashful. Wow, I hate that I have to pick back to back. It's like so much pressure. Um, it is. I yeah, I hate it. I wish I got the actually the middle spot would probably be best because you get a minute to like kind of think about it. Whereas me and Tristan are gonna have to go like, or does Tristan have to pick back to back too? Yep. Okay, that's yep. what I thought. Okay, so um, I think the first pick I'm gonna do is gonna be for a character that I kind of think would fit Grumpy. A guy that I think would be a hot pick um, because he's either power hungry or he's always angry about how something's going and he needs to be in control. And uh, that's Lord Voldemort. We're going to go straight for big old Voldemort. (laughs) He's a pretty grumpy guy. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I just thought he would fit really well there because he's always so power hungry and that makes him seem like really grumpy to me. Yeah. I'd be grumpy too if I had my soul ripped in seven parts. I think I'm gonna just go uh, straight straight for happy. Um, another character that I really love as well. I think he's a pretty big jolly guy, and he always just seems to be in a fairly good mood. So I'm gonna go with Hagrid. Hagrid for happy. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking Hagrid for happy too. Yeah. He's a good pick for sure. Yeah, and he's always just he's trying to do something good as well, usually. Very optimistic, that man. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So now it's back to Quentin, I believe. Yes. Yeah, back to me. All right. I'm trying to think here. I think I'm going to go with, uh, ironically enough, my joke pick that I said at the very beginning of the podcast. I might just do it because it just seems like such the perfect example, but I'm going to go Dobby for Dopey. Dobby for that Dopey? That is such a good one. Jeez. Yeah, Dobby he, for Dopey is a good one. Very yeah. Good. Just because he, he just looks dopey. Yeah, he, he does. He just looks a little odd. Cute little guy. And, and even when he tries, he, he is close to happy because he's always so optimistic. But every time he tries to do something to benefit Harry, it doesn't make any fucking sense in the second movie. He's like, oh, I'll keep you in the apartment with the people that all are all terrible to you. I'm going to drop a cake on someone. Is, is that really the best option? Like... You know, <laughs> everything he does, it's the stupidest fucking logic. So, you know, I, I love the guy to death. Uh, I believe he was one of the reasons Andrew cried her heart out in the seventh movie. Uh, he's a fantastic character you root for. But he's, he's a little dopey. Yeah, definitely the main reason I cried, especially, you know, when he got the sock, <laughs> too. Yeah. All right, Tristan, you now get two picks in a row here. I get two... Picks in a row. It's so much pressure, you know. I don't want to make two bad picks mm-hmm. in them. And it's also like I have some picks, but they're real obscure, and I'm pretty confident you guys won't pick them, at least not soon. But do I just pick them now because I know they're great answers, and or do I not pick them and risk you guys picking them, and then I just gave up on really great answers just because I didn't think you guys would get them? And so that's kind of where I am right now. This is the first time doing this. I'm gonna split the difference. So I get two picks here, so I'll, I'll take one of the ones I really. Sneezy, because as Quentin mentioned, I think Sneezy's going to be one of the hardest ones. Of course, Sneezy in uh, The Dwarf keeps sneezing and make loud noises randomly out of nowhere. And that's why I'm going to go with Moni M- Mural. Moni, how do you pronounce her name? Uh, Moni Mural? Yeah, Moni yeah, Mural. She's whining and complaining all the time and interrupting everybody when no one wants her there. Just like Sneezy when he sneezes all the time. He keeps interrupting everybody with these loud sneezes. And I think that's a pretty good connection there. Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. She's not sneezing. She's moaning, which is pretty freaking close. <laughs> At least close enough for Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, close enough. So, you know, I think that's pretty much as close as we're getting. Yeah, close enough for this. I think so. Yeah. Moaning is the same as sneezing. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it takes... It, it's in lieu of sneezing, you know what I mean? It, it provides the same purpose to the plot as what Sneezy does for Harry Potter. I mean, Sneezy does for Snow White, and Moaning Merle provides that for Harry Potter. Yeah. For Grumpy, I'm going to pick Creature. Because, man, because he always grumpy. Yeah, he's always oh, miserable. Oh, he is, actually. Wow, I forgot about Creature. Yeah, I think he's, he's easy. The grumpiest character in Harry Potter. Bar none. <laughs> Bar none. I've never cracked a smile in his life. Well, that's because he lives with someone literally named Sirius. Um, it's possible. It's possible. There isn't a, a dwarf named Sirius, so he's irrelevant, right? And so, Quentin, I believe it's back to you here. It is back to me. Hmm. So I have somewhat for Grumpy, but both of you guys already picked that. I don't know if you'll pick this person for another one, though, and that's what I'm trying to think here. But I think I will go for someone else then, and I'll go for probably one of my favorite professors in the Wizarding World, Uh, one that I don't think as many people love as much as I do. I think I'm a real fan of this person compared to most people and that's going to be professor mcgonagall and i knew that's who you're taking right when you started saying how much yeah, you love him. in uh in doc as doc okay i well she was their second pick after dumbledore died so i guess she was a good second pick too eh? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um and i think that she similar to dumbledore always looks out for everyone in the students. I think that's what makes her so great. Uh, she's always looking out for everybody. She's also got the glasses, you know, that kind of has that dark look to it. 
and she's uh, you know li- literally kind of looking after everybody as Doc does with the rest of the dwarves. So I feel like and she's I'm a sure good if she let go of herself like Dumbledore did, she could grow a great big white beard as well. Yeah, I think Keep so. hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. I, I think I think she could do it. I've kind of been like trying to get everything together because maybe I'm the only one, but I didn't like pre-do this or anything. No, neither did I. I, I didn't, didn't either. Right before I started picking my first pick, I went and quickly grabbed a clipboard, a pencil, and a piece of paper. And ah. as you guys have been talking, I've been furiously writing down all my possible ideas. Um, and so, yeah, I've been doing this uh, on the fly as well. I'll be a little okay. more prepared for next time. Good. I'm just making sure because I literally did not prep for this at all. Okay, I think I'm going to just go ahead and do my dopey pick. Um, it's someone that I really like. Uh, she doesn't always seem like she's all there. You're kind of like, what is she doing? But then every once in a while, she does come up with like a good idea. So I'm going to go with Luna Lovegood. And who, that was for what one? Dopey. Gosh, he was my pick for Bashful. Oh, really? I don't know who I'm going to yeah, put on Bashful sure. at all. Yeah, for Dopey, I thought Doby, or sorry, I thought Dobby and Luna were the obvious two. I think Luna's more fitting for Bashful than for Dopey himself. I would have Bashful's all being shy and not wanting to draw attention to yourself, right? Bashful and shy are synonyms. And so, right. yeah, she's most definitely shy more than anything else, wouldn't she? I wouldn't say she's shy. I wouldn't say she's shy either. Most definitely was at the beginning. I guess it's. Character growth happens, right? Yeah, exactly. But she most definitely isn't at the end of the movies. So I guess it's kind of a tough thing. Are we, what are we considering, right? I wouldn't even say at the oh. beginning. She isn't introduced... Sorry. She isn't introduced until the fifth movie. Yeah. So, so. maybe, I guess we could assume maybe she's shy because we don't see her in the first four. But That's true. as soon as they see her in the fifth movie, their intro to her character is they're going, oh, great. We got off the train late, so we're stuck with Luna Lovegood. She's a weirdo because she believes in these oh, invisible that's creatures. That's true. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she is. She's, she's real wacky. That's yeah, true. she has these glasses yep. where she thinks she can see these invisible care- creatures, and she reads this magazine that no one else reads because they believe it's just like fabrication, but she believes it's gospel. Like, yeah, she's a total nut. Um, yeah, she was definitely my second pick for Dopey if Dobby wasn't picked. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's a good pick. Honestly, I kind of forgot. I, I, I saw Luna later after I already picked Adobe, and I was like, oh man, actually, Luna might have been better. Luna is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I really love her. She's one of my favorites, and she's just so weird. <laughs> Go ahead and do Bashful. Um, get that one out of the way. I decided to do this person. I think in the beginning of the series, series they're probably more bashful than than later on um but i'm gonna go with neville longbottom mm, that's yeah. you're stealing my boy neville longbottom <laughs> i love neville Apple. i love God him damn it that's my <laughs> freaking favorite character <laughs> i love him uh, too he's so good <laughs> i love neville longbottom he's my boy ever since i was a kid that's he's my favorite of the wizards so good. i didn't like think he fit perfectly well in any of them so i haven't picked him yet but bastard was probably the one i was leaning for for him with yeah, he I mean, was the, a good pick. He was the only one I like could think of for bashful that would even like close to fit. I just feel like there's not a lot of bashful characters um, in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, it's most definitely tough to be bashful when you're got wizarding powers. I feel like I feel like that kind of pulls you out of the closet. Oh yeah, yeah. I imagine there's a lot of bashful Hufflepuffs, but they're so irrelevant to Harry Potter in the franchise that we don't really know any of them, but I feel like they would be the closest to bashful characters. Yeah. There probably would be a lot of bashful Hufflepuffs, maybe some bashful Ravenclaws as well, but they're also super irrelevant. Yeah. Because Gryffindor and Slytherin are like the headstrong, brave characters are always not afraid to speak out. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I guess it's the whole Gryffindor's whole shtick, eh? It's that they're, that they're not shy. Yeah. But ironically enough, we both picked Ginny and Neville, who are both uh, Gryffindor. So what do we Ooh, Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow. And that's why I'm gonna win this category for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. My pick. I haven't figured my pick out yet, but when I do, <laughs> oh you'll be in trouble. Alright, so for Dopey, I got well, no, is it, it's my it's turn. Clinton. Yeah, screw you, Clinton. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan's just so excited there. <laughs> I've had a good one for Sleepy. I also think Sleepy's a very hard one to go for. 
but I've had a good one for Sleepy for a, this whole this whole time, and I've been holding it off, but it's getting a little close, and I feel like eventually you guys might take the prime Sleepy character. It's the one I have. I know it's the one so I, I have. So I gotta too. go I'm for nervous. it. I don't know. It's a little out there, but I'm gonna go with Fluffy. Oh, Fluffy. not the one I had, but a very good pick. Fluffy is the three-headed dog that they had to get to sleep to sneak into the Philosopher's Stone in the very first movie. The giant three-headed dog. That... Well, that's why it's a bad option, all right? He only sleeps if you're playing one specific musical instrument. All right, that guy doesn't sleep at all. Sleeping is sleeping. Sorry, it's not a specific instrument. It's any music. He sleeps to music. He likes to sleep as soon as he hears... How about they had to find those... like a special flute or something to put him to sleep? Uh, no, no, it was just any music, uh, but oh, then, okay. yeah, but then Coral just had, uh, he, he just had a flute, he just had a harp playing with it. I mean, my, my sleepy character I have written down here is still better. Okay, alright, okay, alright, well, wait to see what you guys is, uh, you guys both seem to get annoyed that I had a sleepy for a second, so maybe you guys yeah, have the same Yeah, the fact guy. that Andrew got that way too, I'm scared she's sneaking on mine, so I'm gonna, it's my turn right now. Yeah, it's Tristan's turn next, so maybe okay. he'll sneak. And my character sleeps. Possibly, like, 95% of the year. Mm. If not, possibly more. Oh, this wow. guy sleeps almost all the time. And that is the sorting hat. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Huh? <laughs> Find a character that sleeps more than that. I dare you. <laughs> he sits on a shelf and he sleeps. Oh he sleeps on Majority the shelf. Of the year. Oh, my God. I'm... All right, never mind. I'm not too worried about it. All right. yeah. I'll stick with Floyd. What do you mean? <laughs> Who do you think sleeps more, Quentin? Fluffy or the Sorting Hat? I've never once seen the Sorting Hat sleep. Fluffy's entire... Yeah, you do. You most definitely do. In the uh, Dumbledore's office, I think it's in the fourth one, but could be wrong, he wakes the hat up. And the hat starts talking to him, and they have a conversation. Okay, I didn't know he woke him up. I thought the hat started talking to him first. I thought he woke him up. I could be wrong. Oh, you could, you, hey, you could have been. Uh, to be honest with you, Tristan, um, when I was watching the movie, my number one focus was not to see if the sorting hat woke up when you walked in. So you could have been. I, I don't really pay too much attention. And my next one... Actually, you know what? You, you guys both already picked Dopey, right? Oh. I might as well save that one for Yeah? Because there's no way of picking him for anything else. Oh, man. The one I got for Dopey, it's not going to get picked for nothing. So, I might as well go down to Happy, because I feel like Bashful's kind of a lost cause for me at this point. Whereas Happy, I think I can still uh, pick a good, mm. a good winner here. And for Happy... Hagrid's been taken, right? He was the first one taken. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good one. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a very good one. I'm going to go with Ron. Ron was my gut feeling. First one I've written down there. So I'm, I'm going to stick with my boy Ron. Now, he's not an optimist like a lot of the other happy characters we're picking. Yeah. He is a little more, uh, you know, pessimistic. But you never see him not cracking jokes. And that's what I respect about the guy. <laughs> that's what I respect. He always makes your day brighter, you know? He's always cracking jokes. I'm not bad of a mood you are. He's going to make you laugh. And, and if that doesn't bring a smile to your face, then what else is the point of being happy, you know? That's the whole thing with happy. So, yeah. I think, I think Ron fits that pretty damn well here. I think Fran and George are more so for cracking jokes. Oh, well, they're more about pulling pranks, which is a little mean for happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a little mean-spirited. That That's yeah. They are. Ron's a little more wholesome than that. First of all, before we continue, I do really like that Sleepy so far is a dog in a hat. I like how we can't find any human characters. Well, in all fairness, they don't really show the characters sleep a lot. They're typically awake for most of the movie. That's true. That's true. Except for when they got petrified in the second one, but I don't yeah. really know if that counts as sleeping. I was actually thinking, I was like, man, maybe I could just I pick like so. Hermione Granger because she was petrified in the second I movie. I also thought Cedric Diggory because he's been sleeping as a goblet of fire, but I don't know if that would work either. <laughs> oh my god. Sleeping with the fishes, baby. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so I have Happy, Sneezy, and Grumpy left, just for those keeping track. Hmm. Everyone picked Grumpy and Happy already, so I can have my pick of the litter for really the polar opposites of negativity and positivity for me. Or I could go with Sneezy, but I'll be honest with you, Sneezy's still the hardest one. I have no idea what I'm going to do for Sneezy. I might just wait a bit, let Andrew pick her too. 
I really think Moaning Myrtle is the best pick for that. Yeah, yeah, Moaning Myrtle seemed like a stretch at first, but... Um, they both make loud noises. Yeah. That's both their They're both literally named after loud noises. A stretch is better than nothing, and I feel like the rest of us have nothing, so... I think Sneezy yeah, is exactly. going to be the hardest exactly. one. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Yeah. But while I wait, I'm going to do one for Grumpy. I'm going to pick probably the most negative character, uh, mostly by tone. I'm going to pick a Severus Snape. He's just monotone. That's a yeah. bad pick. All right. I think that's Richard, a great pick. Born pissed off. Literally, Harry Potter could just breathe in the first movie, and he's just like, that's it. Ten points out. You're, yeah, I'm done. He's never happy. He's always miserable. Who was it? Sorry. I picked Severus Snape. Oh, Snape. Yeah. I, was didn't, I didn't know where to put Snape. I wanted to take Snape, too, but I didn't know where to put him, so, yeah. He doesn't work Good for anything pick. else. Good pick, definitely. All right. So I have what do I have. So Andrea sleepy. has Sleepy, Doc, and Sneezy left. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do my Doc character because it's another character that I really like. I think it kind of fits the category. Um, I don't know. I definitely feel like he's a leader. Um, I'm going to go with Sirius Black. Wait, who are you picking them for? For Doc. Oh, okay. I don't know. I kind of think he's a leader of, like, the other side whenever they're trying to fight the bad guys, so. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I didn't hear what you said it was he was for. Plus, I also really like him. I'm trying to pick characters that I really like. Um, and so yeah, far, definitely. It's kind of something I'm going to pick characters you like. Like, I want to pick Neville Longbottom. I couldn't think of what I would pick him for. Um, of course, I thought of him a little too late for Bashful there. Um, just gonna let you know, Tristan, since you're the only one that hasn't picked Bashful, I just thought of two other characters that would fit them. Well, don't give them to me. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. There are more characters where Sneezy, I'm not really seeing any potential there. Um, okay. So, the other person I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just do Sleepy. This character isn't really a main character, but he was the only one I felt like I could relate to Sleepy. And I might say his name wrong. It is Peter Pettigrew. Oh. He, when he's yeah, a rat, yeah. he sleeps a lot. So <laughs> technically. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, are you doing Sleepy or Sneezy? Sleepy, as you said, I believe. I sleepy, okay. Sleepy, why would he work for Sneezy? Or like maybe well, he worked for Sneezy. Oh, too. I thought they wouldn't have been too bad. Um, he does sniffle a lot. Yeah, he's, he's always sniffling. Yeah, oh, he wouldn't true. have been a bad pick for Sneezy. Well, it's okay. I already said it. I <laughs> put him on Sleepy. Um, I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, when he turns into a rat, he's he's sleeping a lot of the time or whatnot. Okay, back to you, Quentin. You got two categories left here for us. So I have Happy and Sneezy left. I'm trying to think who would be a good one for either of these. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much blanking on both of these two. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with Happy. Mostly because everyone is just like relatively happy, but no one's really like. Yeah, that's a, like, like yes, I agree. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like I, I agree. I think Hagrid might just be like the automatic go-to. He really is like the yeah. face of Happy. I think Ron's probably the close second for you know. I don't know. There, there's no one, like, super happy. No one's annoyingly happy, like what you're looking for. Hmm. I am trying to think here. I'm quickly scrolling through my list, and I do not see anything that's really popping out as a real happy go-getter. Or, or Sneezy. You know, a Sneezy's also a bit of a tricky one. Hmm. Maybe I should just pick one of like, kind of like Ron, just pick like one of the main characters that obviously we see them at their highest of highs in their happy moments. Uh, and a relatively positive character, probably one of the main members of the crew that brings the most positivity, especially in the core three. And I guess I'm going to go with Hermione. Hermione, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I couldn't really think of anyone else that is just relatively positive. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Hermione. She's uh, just as positive as the rest of them. I wouldn't say she's yeah, that much more. Yeah, but not quite as happy as Ron. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I would say Ron is happy. Uh, if there's like, I, well, you still have Dopey. Why do you put Ron and Dopey? Because I got Dopey on long. Why do you sneak a lot but a pull out of my pocket? Oh, All it's right. gonna be good. I'm gonna put your guys' Dopey picks to shame. Oh, but first, excited. I'll do my bashful pick because I have two picks left. I picked two in a row, so I'm gonna finish off my my full seven dwarfs here. My sixth pick here is for Bashful, and I'm going to go with Cho Chang as my pick. Cho Chang. Cho Chang. Yes. Uh, despite the, the racist name, uh, she is quite Bashful from what we see of her. Not a, not a major character, but most definitely more of a, more of a Bashful one, that's for sure. Uh, and she's mostly in my favorite movie, a Butterfly uh, or something that she's mostly in. And also five in that one, we can talk about that. And for Dopey, the guy I picked for Dopey, I think this is a real good pick. I'm, I'm feeling real... <laughs> Real happy with my pick. Someone who can never get things right. Someone who has no idea what he's talking about. That is Gilroy Lockhart. Yes, I was actually, he was one of my backups for Dopey. I think we got the three main Dopeys. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. As I far was, as, like, Gilroy Lockhart's a good pick there. He is, a, he is a good pick. I was also thinking him for Happy, maybe, because he seems like he's always, like, in such a good mood. Oh, wait, Cordy was going off with trying to think of someone for Happy, and he couldn't think of... That's he who's, better not pick Gilroy yeah, just by... That's who stuck out to me. Yeah, because he true. kind of is the most like annoyingly like he is annoyingly happy go lucky person. Yeah, um, and so he he might be the yeah he would be a good happy pick as well. Yeah, I guess when I think of happy, I mostly think of positivity, and he's just so like in his own world, and he's so Cocky. kind yeah, of condescending. But positivity yeah. and optimism are different than being right. happy, and that's why I argue Ron is happy. I think Ron is a good happy pick. You know, he's not particularly optimistic, right? He is more pessimistic, but I don't think he's sad at all. Most definitely, tricks with. The happiest of the main three. Mostly because he doesn't take anything seriously like the main three. The main three, the other two worry about shit too much. on the You know, like Ron. Yeah, so Andrew and I only have one pick left, and that is Sneezy. Like oh, I neither fore- one of you guys have Sneezy yet. Yeah, like oh. I foretold, we are stuck with Sneezy. Um, you wish you picked Moni Myrtle back in Randy. <laughs> I don't even know if I wish that. I have no idea what to do with Sneezy. But... Uh, who's the person that I did have? I had someone. All right. I'm between two people. I don't know if I should say it out loud because the angel mm. might get the other one, right? Yeah, so don't say, only say the one yeah, you Yeah, just say one. All right. Don't, yeah. I'm really between two. And they're both kind of just, they're, they're not even great picks. They just make an ounce of sense. But I'm going to have my sneezy pick Dumbledore's Phoenix. Oh, oh, that's a, um, I can't remember the name of it. Firefox? Something like that? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's Firefox. I'll Google it. I'll, I'll Google the name here for you. Is it just Fox, maybe? Fox. I'm right. Hmm. That's so, you picking for Sneezy? I'm picking Fox that? for Sneezy because he sneezes before he dies and then he gets reborn every time. So does he sneeze? He sneezes. No, he makes some. He makes some kind of sneeze noise. He's like, actually, like bursts up into flames. (laughs) And you insulted Moni Myrtle. Oh my god! Uh, I've never once seen Moni Myrtle sneeze. Fox kind of sneezes. No, but she makes a lot of noise (laughs) with her mouth. Oh my god! Close enough. So funny, Jesus. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure Phoenixes can sneeze. I stand by my decision. So can Moni Myrtle. She can physically (laughs) sneeze. That's not the problem. All right, well, Andrew, you get the last pick here. You also get Sneezy. Are you going to pick Harry Potter? He, he has not been picked yet. Our poor boy, Harry. Man, Harry Potter was never picked. I know. I don't even he know where he Doc. would fit. That's my thing. He could have been Doc. I feel like he, like, you know what I mean? He was definitely a, a pick for Doc. Actually, oh, that's, that's true. What I thought, that's true. I thought after Dumbledore and McGonagall, I thought Andrew was going to pick Doc, uh, pick him for yeah. Doc. Because he's got the glasses. He then becomes like the new Dumbledore. He is the, the leader, yeah. right? He's the leader of yeah. Dumbledore's army. He's the leader of all the students. So, so for this last one, I really struggled. I don't even think this, I don't even know if this character really fits. It just looks like a guy that would sneeze a lot. That's, that's all I got to say. That's all baby. <laughs> I don't even know how to say his name, so probably going to say it wrong. But I'm going to go with Professor Flit. His last name's Flitwick. What's his? Oh, is that the short one? Yeah, the little guy. Oh, we're going for Flitwick. Yeah, Flitwick. Flitwick. 
The little guy. Yeah, he just looks like he, he has a napkin in his pocket a lot, so he probably sneezes a lot. That's yeah. my logic there. That's that's a good point. He carries around a handkerchief. Yeah, uh, which, he does. Which is a good, a, uh, a good point. <laughs> so that, that was all I could come up with. That was literally the hardest one. It was the hardest one. Yeah. So I was thinking, the other one I was between was Professor Sybil Is that one the cat? Uh, no, Professor McGonagall is the one with the cat. She might, no, she might no. have, the, um, the, 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 the guy who walks around, I don't think he's actual professor. Oh, like, oh, sorry, sorry, you're thinking of the caretaker. The caretaker. Yeah. No, 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 Trani's the, uh, the astrology teacher. Because when, when Andrew said she just thinks this guy will sneeze a lot, that was the guy that came to mind. <laughs> if this movie looks like he sneeze a lot. <laughs> that that actually, was actually my other person. I thought about him, too, just because he's gross. No, he should be, <laughs> I should have picked him for Grumpy. How did none yeah, of us pick him for Grumpy? Yeah, he's he always Grumpy. He would have been a good one for a Grumpy, yeah. Yeah, yeah he might have been the, uh, the top pick for Grumpy. I don't know how he Creature's the a top pick for Grumpy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, how could I forget Creature? He's always so Grumpy. He has one character trait, and that's being Grumpy. I think Trani would have been good for Sneezy. I was between her for Sneezy, because uh, she always looks like she just finished a Sneeze. Who, who is that one? Oh, it's the, the astrology teacher. Our eyes are always wide. She's always... She's the one with the big frizzy hair and the glass ball, yeah. right? Yeah. It's Emma Thompson. All right, so we're running down our list. Yeah, so just to make, uh, just to go through all the lists here for everybody listening. For Happy, I picked Hermione. Tristan picked Ronald Weasley. Andrea picked Hagrid. So uh, really, a lot of the core characters for the Happy Yeah, category. probably the one that has the most core characters. Yeah, and then on the flip side, for Sleepy, we have Fluffy the Dog that I picked. Tristan had the Sorting Hat, and Andrea had Peter Pettigrew. For Doc, I picked Professor McGonagall. Tristan picked Professor Dumbledore. And Andrea picked Sirius Black. For Dopey, I picked Dobby. Tristan picked Gildery Lockhart. And Andrea picked Luna Lovegood. For Sneezy, I picked Fox. Tristan picked Moaning Myrtle. And Andrew picked Professor Flitwick. For Bashful, I picked Guinea. Tristan picked Cho. I picked Cho Chang. Cho yeah. Chang. I forgot her last name. Cho Chang. And Andrew picked Neville Longbottom. And then finally for Grumpy, I picked Severus Snape. Tristan picked Creature. And Andrew picked Voldemort. So there you go. That is our drafting for the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, Harry Potter did not make it in any of them, unfortunately. <laughs> Poor guy. He's just too generic of a guy, you know? He's, he's too well-rounded, and, you know, he's not particularly sticks out in any one way or another besides his magical. Yeah, it, he doesn't it, have, you know, he's not super loud or super angry or super happy. He's none of those things. And like we said, he's yeah. like the perfect straight man, right? Like, he's perfect yeah. as, like, the main character... But the best part about Harry Potter and the Wizarding World is its gigantic ensemble cast. And really, I, I don't really love Hermione, Ron, and Harry. Like, the three of them are fine. But They're cool. I like them. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, the, as I get older and the more I watch them, I used to like Ron. Harry's probably my favorite now of the three. And Ron might even be my least favorite of the three now. Not that I don't like Ron. I just really like Harry yeah. Cool. yeah, Ron's definitely my least favorite now of the three. Same. Yeah, and he's for sure my favorite when I was a kid, of the three at least. My favorite yeah. character overall is probably probably Neville Longbottom, I've got to say, I would think. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I like Neville Longbottom. I, I do like Neville. I do like Neville. I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite, but, uh, but I'm a fan of Neville. Um, and I guess now that we're on the topic of all the characters, like, who, who would your favorite be, Andrea? Do you got a favorite from Gosh, the ensemble cast? That's a really hard question for me. I feel like I kind of connect with a lot of them. Um, but just to name a couple that I love, um, I love Hagrid a lot. Um, he's probably my number one, especially in the first three. He was just always the character I was happy to see on screen. And then after him, I would probably say I really love Dobby. Dobby has a special place in my heart. Even though he's super annoying sometimes, he's also super thoughtful. And he always does things for, like, the right reasons, even if he doesn't, like, do them the best. Yeah. Um, and then this last one, I'm just going to say I love Snape as well. Um, it took me until, like, the last two movies to really love Snape. But... It's yeah, yeah, it kind of comes full circle, and it it makes me really respect him a lot. So he's a yeah. great character. That's he is. Right. Severus is a really great character. Yes. 
So th those would be my top three favorites, probably. Yeah, I think when I was younger, I was a big Ron guy. But I think, I don't know if it's because I'm older now, yeah. but I definitely like Professor McGonagall and Snape. The, the, those two professors, I don't know why. I love them both. I, I really yeah, do. I, I think they're really fun. Yeah, they're both really great. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, so that's everything for the drafting of the Harry Potter characters. Or I guess we'll, let's say the Wizarding World characters, because we didn't even pick Harry Potter. Wait, did Tristan get to say his favorites? Yeah, yeah, Who, who's oh. your modern favorite, Trist? Well, like I said, I, I really like Neville Longbottom. Hagrid was already mentioned, I like Hagrid. Most of my favorite ones you guys have already already hit. Sirius Black is a really cool character, I think. He's so good, yeah. Um, him and Bellatrix Lestrange, the two of them, like, together. I really like those two. Um, and those, those, the middle movies that the two of them were in there. I like, I like those two. Draco Malfoy, I, I like a lot. We I he wasn't picked at all. We haven't mentioned Draco this entire podcast. No. We haven't mentioned any of the Malfoys. And I, I think Draco's a really interesting character as well. For Bashful, I thought that the mom could have been a good fit. <laughs> but I think we just don't see her a lot. I don't know if she's necessarily yeah. Bashful. For Grumpy, a uh, Draco or a uh, Lucius, they both could have worked, like Malfoy or Lucius, uh, but not as well as the ones we picked up. Yeah, I think the thing with the Malfoys is Grumpy kind of falls under, like, you know, we picked Voldemort, yeah. Snape, and Creature, kind of like antagonist to a lot of the lead characters, and the Malfoys are as well. The difference is they're not like, they're, they're just... They're just malicious. They're 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 more conniving. Yeah, they're cunning and conniving. Yeah, they're yeah. more like twirling. Like yeah, they're, they're very like, charming a lot yeah. of times, right? That's part of who they are, and so they don't really fit in any of the categories. Too. Yeah. So yeah, the Malfoys just because they're so conniving and clever, I wouldn't really say they're grumpy. Uh, they're, they're, no. If, like if, if yeah. well, I think the first couple movies, Draco Malfoy in particular, Draco is a. Uh, he was pretty. He was pretty grumpy the first he's one. A little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> yeah. a little shit for sure. Yeah, like, when I he was agree. a kid, like, when, he, when he was younger in particular, he was just a little shit that was always, you know, complaining and bitching. That's a good point. But yeah. As he grew up and grew older, he became a little more like his father, who was just more cunning and nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's fair. From like five to eight, he <laughs> is, really isn't grumpy at all, but he would be in the first few. So he, yeah, he's he's a decent pick. Yeah. 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 I think the ones we have are, are probably better. Picks. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I, I think they're probably the three grumpiest characters. I can't think of anyone that would be grumpier at the top of mind, but mm. I think we killed it. I think we did pretty good. I like how Tristan, which doesn't list off his favorites, he just lists off Andrew's draft picks. He's like, oh, Neville. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Hagrid, Sirius Black. Yeah, well, she, yeah, she drafted a lot more main characters than, than like I drafted. I didn't draft any main characters except Owen Dumbledore. Then after that, they're all not even, like, B-tier characters. like, <laughs> C-tier characters. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, you know? I, I think I drafted a lot of B characters, but Tristan just went straight for, like, D characters. Like, when I did the A characters? Like, the dwarves are all one-trick ponies. That's the dwarves' whole shtick. They're not well-rounded characters. They're not supposed to be well-rounded characters. They're barely even characters. They're one-trick ponies themselves. And so I was picking characters that, much like the dwarves, only really have one shtick. Cho Chang was only there so she can date Harry Potter at the Yule Ball, right? Creature's only there so he can be a grumpy asshole. Right? Like, Morning Morals there so you can pop and make annoying noises all the time. So I was picking other one-trick ponies that have the same shticks as the dwarfs have. And, and that was kind of my mindset a lot of the time, you know? Who was filling the same role as Sneezy? Who was filling the same role as Bash? That kind of but of course, Doc being the leader, your leader's gonna be an important character, hence, hence Dumbledore. Yeah. And Happy, Happy's just a tough one. Harry Potter's not really a super happy franchise. There's no random side character who's just super, super happy all the time. Yeah, I think Happy was the second toughest one for me. It went Sneezy, then Happy. Yeah, Happy was really tough. Which is kind of surprising. Really... At first, you think, oh, Happy might be one of the easiest ones, right? Like, it's just such and that's a... what I kind of left it for a while, not even thinking about it, going, oh, I'm sure I can easily pick somebody for Happy late. And halfway through, I'm like, wait, who's for Happy? And I had nothing. I'm like, Ron? I don't know. Yeah. Not that Ron's not the best pick. He's easily the best pick. You should that. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, when, ha when Andrew picked Hagrid at first, I thought, wow, Andrew already wasted her happy pick. That's going to be so easy to fill. And then. No, like, when she <laughs> picked Hagrid, okay, she yeah. immediately picked the best character for yeah. happy. Yeah. And I thought she was going to do I did with Dumbledore, picking the most obvious one for a category. So we still end up winning, hopefully. Because Dumbledore's the most obvious one for, for Doc, and Hagrid's the most obvious one for happy for yeah. sure. And he really became the only one for happy. Yeah, that is true. So that's everything on our end. Oh, uh, you know, we'll come back in a month's time. We'll try and do this maybe a monthly thing because I feel like this is a 
quicker, easier way to do a ranked podcast. And, you know, less work for us, to be frank with you. Uh, we don't have to watch like 20 to 30 movies to do a ranking for this. It takes a lot. It's, it's, watching that many movies is a lot. Yeah, uh, I feel like when you're listening, you know, you only listen to it for two hours and you go, okay, that was a good podcast. That was fun. Uh, for us, we like commit like yeah. we're watching 20 movies and then recording a two hour podcast and then editing it. So, you know, it's, it's a lot more work. So I, I might make this a monthly thing, just the three of us, just to chill and hang out. But anyways, that's everything on our end and have a fantastic day, guys. Bye.